Episode 1, The Roman Impact on Christianity. I think it's important to start with a bit of background information on the subject. In particular, how Christianity got started off. It began with Jesus of Nazareth, also known as Jesus Christ, or Jesus my Lord and Savior, a.k.a. the Son of God. So... Basically, there's this guy named Jesus who claimed to be the son of God. Some people believe him, some people don't. And basically, he was threatening the people in power at the time. The Romans thought he could have caused a rebellion. The, Gentile, well, the leaders of the Jewish community felt like he was threatening their authority, and so they basically executed him. Now, the people who believed that Jesus was the son of God basically formed their own splint off of the Jewish religion, and that's basically what became the Christians. It started with the early Catholic Church right there and oh my god my house is on fire that shut up mom shut up mom All that and more, including our special celebrity guest, the little pump, on the Ing Show, starring me, your host, Dr. Dangler. This is where I would insert theme music, but unfortunately, due to budget cuts, I do not have the proper amount of cash on hand to afford copyright for a song. Of iced tea. It's what makes America happen. So, before I get into the main meat of today's episode, which is also my first episode, which is also my final for history class, I'd like to take a moment and talk about a few current events before we get into the main meat of today's segment hmm first topic just to pull out the hat let's see what it is and it's everybody's favorite twitch twitch streamer ninja and fuck that kid. Honestly, I can't think of another motherfucker in the gaming community who annoys me as much as Ninja does. I mean, for one, he got famous playing Fortnite, possibly the most cancerous game of the entire year. Two, I has literally no personality outside of being a pompous asshole. I mean, come on, he dyes his hair blue so he can get attention to make him stand out from all the other cookie-cutter Twitch streamers out there. I mean... There's literally two types of Twitch streamers out there. There's ones with personalities and tits who get lonely men to give them money. And there's ones who are decent at gaming. Who also happen to be greasy men who have nothing going on in their lives. Ninja doesn't really fall into either of those categories. He's both a bitch and a man at the same time. But let's be honest though. I mean, the guy goes from one minute from yelling at kids... 
just because they happen to be better than him in a stupid fucking game. The going and playing with Ellen and acting all nice and kind and shit. It's like, my god. And then the guy's getting jerked off from all the mainstream companies who are using his name to sell their brand merchandise. It's freaking annoying. The guy has no sophistication outside of pouring himself out for cash. The minute you beat his ass in this game, if you it's like he literally reported a kid to Epic and got his account banned on from Fortnite just because he killed him and emoted because he said the kid was stream sniping. Like the guy literally has an ego the size of Mandingo's dick. It's possibly not a single person who annoys me more of a ninja. Well, there is one person who annoys me more of a ninja, and he's our celebrity guest for tonight. Introducing. Mr. Pump, what's your opinion on this ninja guy? Let's get it! So you would agree with me that he's kind of an asshole and doesn't deserve to live. Let's get it! So you believe that we should bring back the eugenics program specifically for people like him? Let's get it! Mm-hmm. Mr. Pump, would you be willing to give me any insight onto the new project you have coming up. What's your next EP, and who are you collabing with next? Let's get it! Mm-hmm, okay. What's your thoughts on Takashi 6 9 being thrown in jail for possibly the rest of his life? Let's get it! So you're not concerned with his disappearance disrupting the rap community? Let's get it! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very nice of you to share, Mr. Pump. I'm really glad that you could make it out tonight. So, Mr. Pump, what would... what What's your opinion on the weather these days? Let's get it! Yeah, I agree that it has been a little cold lately. But, I mean, it's, the winters keep getting warmer, mostly thanks to global warming. Speaking of geopolitics, what's your opinion on Falun Gong organ harvesting in China? Mm-hmm. So you're certainly against the Chinese regime, then? Skitty, skitty, skitty. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to know you at least stand against fascism. What's your opinion on donating money to children in Africa? Skitty! So you do mean kids should be doing it more. I, I, I stand with that position. I stand with that position indeed. So let's talk about this new song you have coming out soon. Esketi? Yes, Esketi. What's, what's, what is the purpose of this new song? Where do you want to bring your career in this direction? Esketi! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. And how do you seek to improve on what you did with your other EPs, such as your famous Roblox song with Kanye the Monye? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
is your song going to be about fucking hoes getting bitches and doing drugs? Or is it going to be about doing drugs, fucking hoes, and getting bitches? Escadé! Oh, switching it up, honestly, I see I like it. Bringing some variety to the rap music game. Something sorely missing these days. Well, you hear it here, folks. Mr. Pump, one last question before you go. Do you happen to know anything about the fall of the Roman Empire or the spread of Christianity related to it? Escadé! Okay, I will take that as a no. Well, thank you, Mr. Pump. Your time here has been greatly appreciated. So yeah, starting into today's main topic, the spread of Christianity in the Roman Empire. And so my basic question I'm trying to answer here is how did the Roman Empire affect the spread of Christianity and how did Christianity affect the Roman Empire as a result of it spreading? Now, for a little bit of background information, Christianity was widely persecuted for a while in the Christian and the Roman Empire. And this is largely due to many misconceptions that were had around the Christians. It was seen as a very strange fringe cult. Not a lot of people trusted Christians. And due to some of the way that their related a lot of, I should say, our religious rituals worked, a lot of people thought that there was cannibalism involved because of the whole consumption of the body and blood of Christ. The Eucharist, which is really just wine and bread, but I can understand how in Roman times it might be conceived as actual body parts being consumed. So yes, there were a lot of people who thought that their rituals involved cannibalism and so it was a weird cannibal cult and so when things started going shitty for Nero it was easy to blame them for a lot of the problems that were going on. And so that's basically how it started and well there's some pretty nasty things done to Christians I won't get into it but Let's just say it was pretty bad. The Romans weren't very nice people to their enemies. Now, Christianity was widely persecuted in the Roman Empire for quite some time. However, that wouldn't stay that wouldn't be the norm forever, however. In the year 310, Constantine managed to win control over Rome by defeating his rival. Now, the guy he was fighting had promised he would kill all the Christians if the Roman gods had allowed him victory in battle. And, well, he didn't win in battle. Now, Constantine, being a bit of a Christian himself, in a weird way, but basically, well, in, uh, in 315, Constantine, after gaining control of the Roman Empire, basically passed the doctrine legalizing the religion throughout the realm and basically bringing religious freedom as we would later know it in America to the Roman Empire to a degree. And that's basically how Christianity went from being a fringe element to being a mainstream part of the society. And Constantine also was did some other interesting things such as he was heavily involved up in the split up of the Roman Empire such as moving the capital to Constantinople and really was one of the main driving forces behind the splitting of the Roman Empire in the East and West. Now, 
I actually had an idea of doing a project on the split of a Roman Empire and why exactly they chose to split into two pieces in the first place. Because, like, honestly, when you think about why did they decide to have two different pieces at one larger thing? And, I mean, honestly, that's an entire topic for a completely different day. But where we are right now, in 325, Constantine formed the Council of Nicaea which was basically responsible for deciding which were the orthodox beliefs of Christianity and which weren't. And that's basically where we get into the forming of the Roman Catholic Church as we know it today. It was pretty much formed in, thanks to the works of Constantine. And so to my first major point to answering this larger question would be that well, without the Romans and without Constantine, influence in particular we wouldn't really have an organized catholic church as we see today of course it would still be organized but it would be more loosely organized like the jewish religion it wouldn't be a centralized system of governance like the one that we see today and so that's a really big impact in of itself because roman catholic church as it's a strong organization would later go on in the middle ages to become quite a terrifying threat i mean they could raise entire armies, burn down nations overnight, and the Inquisition was one of the most terrifying things around for many years. I mean, come on, they literally had a stool shaped out of a pyramid that was designed to tear your asshole open. I mean, these guys weren't playing around. When they rolled into town, somebody's getting burned at the stake for some heresy shit. Also, fun fact about the Inquisition, you can actually buy a heretic's fork as a kinky sex object on Amazon. I'm not even kidding. Look it up. Or don't if you're at work. Then again, why are you listening to this podcast at work? Jeez. Now, I should go ahead and state that the Roman Empire wasn't actually split under Constantine. It was split under the guy who came before him, Diocletian, who was actually a pretty big hater of the Christians. In fact, one of the most severe examples of what today we would call genocide occurred under Diocletian. Like, the guy wanted to purge the entire empire of Christians entirely. And so obviously this guy's effects would have certainly had some form of impact on Constantine's mind when he was making the decisions he did. Now probably another one of the biggest impacts that Constantine would have had overall on Christianity would simply be the number of Christians. In addition to forming the church and making the structures that would ultimately become the Catholic Church and would allow for it to have such strength in the medieval period. Constantine also was the reason why a lot of Romans ended up converting to Christianity because in the Roman Empire days, the emperor was basically the king. and Well, he, he was the king, but he was more of a king. The emperor was almost a living god of sorts. And you basically did whatever the emperor was doing as a standard, so... If the emperor was Christian, that meant that everybody in the empire was Christian as well. Even if they didn't have to be by choice, they wanted to because they wanted to be like the emperor because he was the guy who was hip and knew what was going on. I mean, everybody would try to emulate the emperor in their day-to-day lives, so to speak. Not necessarily directly, but they're sort of like celebrities of sorts. Celebrities, dictators, and... Well, yeah, celebrities and dictators combined into one person. And so, things 
in part to Constantine's big conversion to Christianity, that meant that a lot of people in the empire started converting to Christianity. And when, when you're talking about an empire that has basically a third of the world's population at the time under its grasp, that's a lot of people who are suddenly exposed to this new religion. And that in of itself really gave Christianity a big chance to grow up from this small sect that sprung off from Judaism into a really big religion and what is today the world's largest religion. And so, once again, this is really what allowed it to get its head start over these other religions that had been around for much longer than it was just simply the fact that the most powerful man in the entire world, basically, at the time, was a Christian. That meant that everybody under his domain wanted to become Christian as well. And so, honestly, if you ask me, this was probably the biggest impact of the Roman Empire and Constantine's rule in particular on Christianity was just the sheer size of it. Now that we've contemplated the fact that the actions of the Roman Empire were responsible for Christianity becoming such a major force in the near future, we have to consider that this really does change everything because if Constantine dies or Christianity just never gets normalized in the Roman Empire and it remains this little cult, I mean... That basically changes everything in history. It changes wars, events, leaders, the spread of knowledge, science itself. I mean, Isaac Newton discovered most of his mathematical equations that he used for his calculations on gravity when he was looking for secret messages in the Bible. So even there in simple modern history, we might not be to the moon yet if it wasn't for Christianity to some degree, thanks to the way that Newton did his research. And... That's even say that Newton would have existed had Christianity not been a thing, because once again, you have to consider other religions involved as well. I mean, it's entirely possible that without Christianity and its power in the Western world it being used to beat back the forces of the caliphates, that the entire world as we know it could be controlled by an Islamic regime right now, which could either be a good or a bad thing. Honestly, I'm not entirely equated to tell. I mean. Even though nowadays Islam, the Islamic world is known for basically backwards barbarity and brutality. I mean, back then it was basically the world's leader in academia and arithmetic. And so we could already be living in a multi-planetary civilization by now had it not been for Christianity. But once again, this is entirely speculative. It's also entirely likely that the world could have degenerated into a cesspool of war and violence. And so you never really know. I mean... Perhaps without Christianity's driving influence to pull people together. After the fall of the Roman Empire, Europe would have just stayed in a dark age of savagery between tribes. Which is kind of what it did in our real life anyway. It just it was savagery between tribes that had advanced weapons for the time. And I mean, well chain mail and chain mail and gambeson and falchions isn't exactly advanced, but you do have to conserve the era that we're working with here. I mean, sure, a flintlock musket is in advance to, compared to an M16, but back in the day, it was insanely great compared to what had come before it. And that's just the biggest thing is, is that, once again, Christianity has been such a driving force in a lot of the political events in Europe, and not just in Europe, but in other parts of the world, too, because of how Europe has interacted with them. I mean the Middle East and China in particular, it's insane to think about what would happen if it wasn't. I mean, 
America without Christianity, America would never, as we know it today, would never have become a thing. Because really, the effects of a different Christian sex and the Enlightenment and basically people not wanting to be part of a English Protestant church was really what, well, the English Protestant church and the Roman Catholic church was really what drove the first set pilgrim settlers to the northern part of America and also the Spanish in the South America too were also conquering not just for gold but also to convert natives to Christianity and spread the word of their God so it's entirely likely that without Christianity America would never have been settled in the first place or at least not as we it was in our world or our timeline so I mean you change one little event in history you kill one man and it can completely change the entire course of events as we know them and that's really insane to think about which is why it's so hard to speculate but that's really not what I'm here to talk about uh, now I think I should mention some of the things that I don't think Christianity was responsible for in ancient Rome in particular I have seen a lot of people suggest that Christianity was responsible for the fall of the Roman Empire in particular that it caused them to become pacifist or some or weakened them ideologically speaking and thus made them easier to conquer. However, if you looked into the context of the time, it's this really isn't true. I mean, for one, the Roman conversion to Christianity never really happened until after the split of the Roman Empire, which when the Roman Empire split, that's really when shit hit the fan, so to speak. I mean, you can just look at the fact that they had had like 20 plus emperors in a period of like a few years. Like, Rome was going through leaders faster than it knew what to do with, and most of that just comes down to the fact that what well, goes back to the structure of the empire that was built back in its early days by Caesar, or you should say Augustus, and the fact that there really was no democratic system to replace a leader, which means that basically if the leader was in charge, never guy wants to be in charge, he just shows up, kills him, takes his place, never guy shows up and kills him, and so on and so forth just repeat that cycle about a dozen times in a decade and you have what's a more vicious election cycle than the United States is even though this isn't even really an election because it's more like dictatorship I mean it's basically the same political system that Africa works under today to put it in the context However, more to dispel this myth of the Christian pacifist rumor we only have to look a few hundred years into the future to see the Crusades, which give a pretty clear example of how Christianity is certainly not a religion of pacifism. If anything, I'd say Christianity really isn't the ideology of pacifism. It's more of the ideology of, we'll give you a chance to walk away before we rip your guts out for your asshole and make you eat them. In fact, if anything, I'd say Christianity probably did a bit to help hold the Roman Empire together, and in fact... It did in a way because we see the Roman Empire in the west, or I mean east, succeeded by the Byzantine Empire, which was basically the Roman Empire 2.0, which didn't really fall until just a couple, about 14 years before the Americas were discovered. And so, considering that Rome managed to last until the 1600s through the Byzantine Empire, I would say that Christianity actually helped it survive in the long run. This mainly due to the fact that Christianity may have helped fix a few Roman flaws. The couple big point reasons of why the Roman Empire was failing has to do with the fact 
that you had this elitist rich upper class who were in charge of things who really had no idea of what was actually going on in the populace and if anything when Constantine took over he actually had a basic idea of what the populace was going through which enabled him to try to fix some of the problems and personally you saw this very big I don't want to sound brash here but whenever empires fall you often see and per, you often see the fall of an empire preceded by several things, this including a massive gap as far as wealth between rich and poor going, problems with succession of rule, um, mainstream sexual degeneracy, and near-constant warfare. All these things were common in Rome, and Constantine tried to help curtail some of these. He well, for starters, he put extremely harsh laws as far as regulating the sexual practices of people to extremely torturous punishments for extramarital relationships. And this in of itself was a, did a pretty good job, I'd say, of stopping some of the Roman blacklight parties that were going on that kept people from actually solving some of the problems they were facing. He also managed to move the empire to a more secure location in Constantinople to prevent from being sacked like Rome was. And he basically, by allowing the church to take over, he really basically set up a system to where religious leaders could choose the next succession ruler. And, well, I'm not saying he did some of these things intentionally. This may have just been him accidentally doing these things as part of his own agenda. Well, Constantine himself is a very interesting figure to look at. I'll say that in the long term, the actions of Constantine and, by extent, the Christian faith that propelled him to the forefront of Roman populace really were helpful in maintaining the Roman's life long after the Roman Empire, as we know it, fell. And so, yeah, with that said, I guess I'd just summarize what I've today's episode up by saying that Christianity really impacted the Roman Empire in the way of its culture and how the way its people viewed the world it changed things it went from being a obscure cult that was highly criticized and persecuted to being the mainstay religion of the empire and the Roman Empire impacted Christianity by allowing it to spread and giving it its potential rise to power but it took after in the middle ages and with that said i would just for citations for my sources there's the chronicle of roman emperors by chris scary a good book there was the atlas of a roman world by connell and matthews and finally imperial rome and christian triumph by joss elsner And that said, it's the perfect time to fit in our sponsor for today's episode. Today's, sponsor is spon- today's episode is sponsored by the brand new brand of ice cream called Fuck Off. Ever get tired of listening to podcasters pile useless junk to you from sponsors? Well, take a big scoop of Fuck Off. I should highlight that that last bit in most of this podcast has been a joke. And with that said, I will see you in the next episode if I ever get around to making it.
Please give me an A, Bevis. I'm begging you. No, for real, I'm serious. I really need that A. No, for real, I can see you smiling right now. Just put the A in the grade book already. <laughs>